It's Monday, April 25th, and this is Goodwill Talk Daily. Great to be with you again today. Thanks for joining us. Hope you had a wonderful weekend as we uh, went and looked at the story of Jesus feeding the 4,000 yesterday in worship. Really, it's it's a remarkable story that ends with some conflict between Jesus and the Pharisees. So I hope you enjoyed your time in worship. I tell you what, we are so used to people not um, coming to church after Easter. But for all of you who were there, I just want to say thank you. Uh, it, it is so important that Easter celebrations not get in the way of our every week Lord's Day worship. Lord's Day worship is a privilege, whether it's Easter or not. And so to be able to gather with the saints, to worship, to pray together, to hear the word proclaimed over us, to serve, and I hope that you didn't just attend, but you were able to serve in some way yesterday, uh, really Lord's Day worship is one of the great privileges that we have as Christians. So I want to thank you for being with us this past Sunday. Also, a quick note for those of you who are looking for Goodwill Talk, uh, we will be back again next week with the beginning of Season 11. Today, we turn our attention to 2 Timothy chapter 2, and we are picking up where we left off last Friday. 2 Timothy chapter 2. And I'm looking at verse 22, and really, we're going to spend the entirety of this week in this one verse. Uh, And that's because it is what I call a virtue list. You know, when we talk about what does it look like to live the Christian life, what does it mean to be a follower of Jesus Christ? We often um, turn to these lists to help define it for us. What are the characteristics of someone who follow after Jesus Christ? Probably the most famous virtue list in the scriptures is the fruit of the Spirit, right? Um, it's describing the fruit that show themselves in the life of the believer. It's, it's a contrast to the works of the flesh from earlier in Galatians 5. And then Paul says that the fruit of the Spirit are love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, and self-control. That these fruit... What they do is they work in us by the power of the Holy Spirit to transform us, and then they flow out of us into the lives of others. Virtue lists work this way. There is, a, there is a sense in which we have to put some effort in, but it also is, um, these are also fruit that naturally develop, naturally develop as the Holy Spirit's at work in us. And so... We're going to look at verse 22 today, and we're going to see that these few things, these few virtues are things that we are to pursue, but the fuel that helps us pursue these things, the the one who gives us the energy and the desire to pursue these things, that's the Holy Spirit. The whole of the Christian life is lived on on the, really on the back of the Holy Spirit. He is the one who carries us through the Christian life. So let's look at this, 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 22. So flee, flee youthful passions. We looked at that last time. Flee youthful passions and pursue righteousness, faith, love, and peace along with those who call on the Lord from a pure heart. Here we have the visual picture of someone who is running, who is fleeing. They're running away from something called youthful passions. But then not only are they running away from something, They are running to something. There's a pursuit. Pursue these things. It's not just enough for us to avoid sinful behaviors, 
but we are to pursue the right behaviors, the right ways of being. Because here's what we're going to notice. These statements aren't ordinarily things that you do. They're not, you can't put them on a to-do list and say, okay, I did this one today. I did faith, faith today. Cool. Accomplished. Can move on. I did love today. Okay. No, no, that, it, it's not a checklist, but rather these are characteristics that are a part of the Christian life. They, they, became, they become attitudes of the heart. And so we're to pursue these attitudes, these ways of being in the presence of God. And the first one we're to pursue is righteousness. Righteousness. Now, um, this is written to Timothy, who is in an Ephesian. Uh, he's in, in the city of Ephesus. He's serving the Ephesian church. It's very Greek. And if you read Greek literature from around the first century and, and in the centuries before it, you find that this Greek word that we translate righteousness is like the pinnacle of Greek virtues. And so this isn't new. This isn't different for the audience. This isn't new for Timothy. Pursue righteousness. Pursue uprightness. Pursue, pursue holiness. Holiness is another good word here. It's different than righteousness in some ways, but there's enough overlap that I think we can look at righteousness as, as a right standing before the Lord. We're talking about our, our virtual, our, our, not our virtual, I'm sorry, a, our vertical relationship with God. There's the horizontal relationship we have with others. There's the love of neighbor, right? But love of God consists of righteousness, we flee sin, but we pursue righteousness. We pursue those things that deepen our commitment to Jesus Christ, that strengthen our holiness. We go after the good. We go after the good. Righteousness is, is, is a way to sum up the positive virtue of the Christian life, and it is a thing to be pursued. It is possible for us to say, well, I haven't sinned, therefore I am righteous. No. No, you, you, can, you can be resistant to sin, but not be doing the things you're supposed to be doing, right? So righteousness can be lived out as we come along and alongside and encourage a brother or sister who is hurting. Righteousness is lived out when we work hard at the thing that God has put in front of us to do our work with excellence, Right, so, so if you're on your way to work right now, one of the things that you need to be thinking is, how do I pursue righteousness in my job? And one way to do that is you do your job to the best of your ability. You don't shortchange your place of employment or your boss by not putting in the effort. That's part of righteousness. It is a pursuit of righteousness. There is a set-apartness that is, a, that is a, a central facet of the Christian life. We are holy. We're set apart unto good works. We've seen this before, right? We're, that, we're right on the back of this picture of these houses that have these two different kinds of instruments, and there are those who are set apart. They're made holy to be useful to the master. We're pursuing this set-apartness. We're pursuing righteousness. We want to stand out. We want to stand out for how faithful we are with what God has put in front of us. What has God put in front of you today? What has he put in front of you? 
do that to the utmost. That's to pursue righteousness. Don't just refuse to cheat. Don't just refuse laziness, but pursue excellence. Pursue hard work. You see, to run towards Christ is more than just turning away from sin. It is to pursue the good things, the good works that God has set out before you. He set you apart for this. Whatever he set you apart to do today, pursue it with excellence. Now, if this is a day of rest for you, then rest with excellence. Don't waste your rest, but actually lean into Christ who is our rest. But for most of us, Monday's a work day. We're, we're at the grind. Pursue it with excellence. Give to the Lord whatever it is he has put in front of you. Give to the Lord your best. Give to the Lord your best. Pursue righteousness. Let's pray together. Father, we thank you for your word. And we admit that it is hard, especially when we are tired, to pursue righteousness. For some of us, we're just like, it is good enough that I did not make a complete fool out of myself and sin in a hundred different ways today. And Lord, we thank you for your spirit helping us to resist sin. But would he also spur us on to pursue righteousness? Would we be faithful in the tasks that you have set out for us? Would we be searching for the good works that you've set out for us to be able to walk in, that we might pursue the good? Help us, Lord, to be people who are looking for ways to pursue the good for your glory's sake and for our good. We love you. We thank you that your spirit helps us in this Christian life. And we pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, I'll be praying for you today as you are pursuing the good, as you're doing what God puts in front of you with excellence. And then we'll see you again right back here tomorrow for another episode of Good Will Talk Daily.